Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, today is such a wonderful day. It is, uh, again, a beautiful time to be here with you. It's uh, September 29th, Thursday, September 29th, and we are still celebrating Super September. And I'm excited to be here with you. I, I don't know how else to say it. I'm just, every time I get an opportunity to, to come here and, and just do these shows, it, it really, I don't want to get mushy on you guys, but it really, you know, it makes me feel special because I know you could be anywhere else right now. You could be anywhere else in the world right now. But we're here together doing this show, and we're going to, again, continue to bring you dynamite content. Now, I will ask you guys to bear with me tonight. Uh, again, I'm having some technical difficulties on my end. I'm um, unable to access my switchboard so I'll, for right now, but, we're, you know, I got a lot of good things planned for you. I'm, I got, I'm stockpiled with goodness for you, so don't worry about it. I got you. I got you. I got you. But what I want each of you to do right now um, is just do this. I want you to take the next 60 seconds, and I'm going to actually ask you to close your eyes. I'm not going to say anything for the next 60 seconds. So you're going to hear a little, it may sound weird. There's no music, no no nothing. For the next 60 seconds, I want you to just imagine. Before we do that, let me stop. Where are my manners? I submit this experience and this show to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that's a move of his spirit. People, now we can flow. Now we can flow. We put things in order. When you put things in order, you can flow with dynamite power. And here we go. We're going to flow with some dynamite power tonight, regardless of whether or not I get the switchboard up or not. Uh, you know, my, my crew is working around the clock to make things happen, so no worries, no worries, no worries, no worries. Um, yeah, next 60 seconds, I want you just to, to just be quiet. I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to give you, give you the floor for 60 seconds. And I want you to just think about the life of your dreams. You know, around here we say it like this. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful, and you deserve it. I want you to think about the life that you deserve. I want you to think about the life that you want, that you desire. I want you to think about it, and I want you to focus your attention on it for right now. Take 60 seconds. I'm going to give you 60 seconds, maybe a little bit longer. 60 seconds, and I just want you to just think about what it is you want in life, what you want your life to look like. So now, people, that you have a full grip of the life of your dreams, you you got You're seeing it. 
You're feeling it. You're experiencing it. I want you to do this. I want you to just close your eyes. I want you just to continue to look at it. And I want you to see yourself living the life of your dreams at a high level. I want you to see yourself enjoying life. I want you to see yourself, if it's a spouse you desire, I want you to see yourself walking hand in hand with, with the, uh, your ideal spouse, the spouse of your dreams. I want you to, I want you just to see yourself living life full, fully. If it's the for the new car you desire, I want you to see yourself in possession of that new car. Get behind the driver's seat of that new car in your mind. The new home, I want you to see yourself walking through that new home. Whatever it is, if it's a new job, a new career, I want you to see yourself experiencing joy and peace at this this place. See yourself being honored. See yourself being see yourself being happy. Now, here's what I want you to do. You got a full grip of this. You got a full full view of this. I want you to say this. I want you to decree this out of your mouth. I'll receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I'll receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I'll receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. As you're continually looking at the, your, the life of your dreams, the ideal life, the things you so desire, I want you to do this. I want you also to confess this. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is absolutely wonderful, and I deserve it. People, I want you to continue to hold on to the dream. Hold on to the promise. Hold on to what you believe is, is rightfully yours. You have a divine nature inside of you that's creative. You have the spirit of Elohim with you to create. And to put in order. So no matter what people may think, no matter what the outside situation may look like, you got to think about it. We, we're creating the likeness and image that that was created everything we see. And that everything we see was created in a place that didn't exist physically until it was first created spiritually in, in the mind of God. So we all have we all have the capacity to go into our imaginations and, and create things that have never been seen before. So 
when people say, oh, that's never been done before, well, it hasn't been done before because you weren't born yet. You're here now. That means there are things that we have never seen yet that you can bring to life. There are things that have never been seen yet that I can bring to life. I mean, living proof is a child. Think about a child. A child comes to this earth full of potential, full of promise. But you don't have a clue what that child's going to look like until that child gets here. You don't have a clue what that child's going to do until you until you raise it up, until you can see what, what's inside of it. The same is true with your dreams. So I'm here tonight to tell you this. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. You know, that's my motto. You know, that's my mantra. That's my motto. That's my mantra, my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. What you're seeing right now, what you're seeing right now in your spirit, in your imagination, in your mind, that's real. That's reality. I had a friend ask me the other day, because I coach them a lot about vision, being a visionary, how to envision the life of their dream. And they asked me, okay, this is good and all, but when do I come back to reality? And I said, reality? Reality is what you make it. You don't ever come back from where you are right there. You transcend where you are today by going into your mind and creating the world as you as you so desire it. I, it was a, a line I heard in an old Jay-Z song. He said, it says, trap my body, lock my body, can't trap my mind. No matter where your body is right now, your mind does not have to be trapped. You can have the life of your dreams regardless of the economy, regardless of what other people think, regardless of what people don't think, regardless of what people say, regardless of what people feel. If you can think it, you can have it. If you can see it in your mind's eye, you can have it in the natural. I don't care what the situation says. Yes, you can have a beautiful family. I don't care what statistics say. I heard today on a, a radio show this morning where an analyst said love doesn't account for statistics because love supersedes statistics. You, you do what you do in love. You, you, bring, you look forward to bringing your life, the life of your dreams to pass in love. And what you're going to do is you're going to ignite the, the, the hearts and the minds and the bodies of other dreamers, other visionaries, because somebody's going to see you living the life of your dreams and know that it's possible for them. If it's possible for you, it just became possible for them. We, our lives are interconnected. We, there's no such thing as independence. You are not independent from another human being on this earth. We are all interconnected. We wouldn't be here if we weren't. That's why you're supposed to love your neighbor as you love yourself, because if, without your neighbor, there's something that, in this world that you've never seen. Without Henry Ford, we don't see the car. We don't see the V8 engine. Without Billy Durant, we don't see, you know, mass production as, as General Motors mastered. Without a Martin Luther King Jr., we don't we don't see a, a person willing to step up for the rights of others as effectively as he did it. Without a Barack Obama, we don't you know young children grow up thinking that the world is is against them because of the skin color they have, or the texture of their hair, or the neighborhood they may have grown up in. People, it takes one person going after their dreams to make a dynamite impact, to make a, a, a splash in the world. Each and every one of you, it's time for us to make a splash in the world. I don't care how you make the splash. I don't care where you're making the splash, but it's time for us, each and every one of us, to make a splash in the world, to let the world know we're here. We're here and we understand our purpose, we, and every day we, we ask God to order our steps so we can continue to walk forward into our purpose. That means that no matter what happens, it works together for our good because all things work together for our good because we love him and we, 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 we're called according to his purpose. We are in purpose now. 
We're on purpose now. When you're living the life of your dreams, you're on purpose. Remember this. To, to go back and reiterate what I was saying before about not being concerned with the circumstances and the situation. You'll hear me say this a lot. Rolls-Royce experienced record sales increase during the middle of what some would consider a famine, a recession, when gas prices were soaring to almost $5 a gallon in some places. And you have people out there who own Rolls-Royces still driving them. And you got people who woke up one day and said, you know what, I want a Rolls-Royce, and went and got one. You know what that means? Somebody somewhere is not struggling. Somebody somewhere is not confined to the economic system that we all complain, people complain about. Somebody somewhere is living the life of their dreams. And the life of their dreams also accounted for the fact that everything you see is cyclical. In other words, everything goes around in a circle. The United States of America has, has experienced recession before. It has. The United States of America has, has, has witnessed injustice before. Some things that, that we see today have always happened. There may, there may be a, a moment of peace, but then again, it's going to be strife. The person who goes out to live the life of their dreams, they account for that. They account for that so that when the, when the trials and tribulations come, because we promise trials and tribulations are going to come, they're already prepared for it. So part of your dream should be making sure that you're, you know, you're prepared to take care of your children's children, that you're going to leave an inheritance for your children's children, which means that right now, that no matter what comes up on, upon you, you can handle it. You can handle it. Trust me, you can handle it. And that's where we're headed. That's what championship living is all about. That's what creating a championship standard of living is about, people. I'm here to help you put yourself in position to score big and live big. Not so you can say, look at what I have, but so you can say, look at what you can do if you put your mind to it and trust God. I'm telling you to trust God. I'm telling you to trust God. People, I don't even have my notes in front of me right now, but I'm telling you, I'm coming to you from my heart tonight. I know somebody out there right now, they need to hear what I'm saying. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful, and yes, you do deserve it. I don't care if, you're, <laughs> I don't care if your spouse left you today. I don't care if you got fired today. I don't care what's going on. I don't care if the economy crashes today. I don't care what happens today. The life of your dreams is still wonderful, and you still deserve it. You keep that in your mind. And let me tell you something else about deserving. Actually deserving something has nothing to do with feeling like you deserve it. I'll reiterate that. Actually deserving something has nothing to do with feeling like you deserve it. The, see, actually deserving something, it could be something like I've, I've earned my way, I've earned some frequent flyer miles, and now I, I, I deserve a free flight. But if I don't feel like I deserve that free flight, in other words, if I don't go and do what's necessary to get the, the free flight, guess what? I'll never get it. Although I may be deserving of it, I'll never experience it because I don't necessarily feel like it. But if I feel like it, sometimes I can actually put myself in a position to receive it, even when it's not even my turn. Feeling like you deserve something, it ignites your whole being. It ignites your, your expectation. It ignites your creativity. It, it ignites the... The, the power that's inside of you. It ignites the power that's inside of you. And I'm telling you people right now, 
I want you to take another 60 seconds. I'm going to take 60 seconds. I'm gonna go, we're going to go quiet again. I want you to continue to look at life of your dream, and we'll be right back. People, I'm going to take you to a, a championship replay. I want to take you to a championship replay, and then we'll be right back. Love Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller, and people, it is Saturday, September 18, 2010, and we're coming to you live. That's right, we're coming to you live here on Creating a Championship Standard of Living. This is our first show back together, uh, coming off hiatus since... July. I'm excited. I got a great topic for you tonight. But before we go any further, I turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that is a move of His Spirit. People, 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 I am so excited to be back here with you. A lot of great things have been happening. Um, a lot of things we're going to talk about tonight. I even have a, a dynamic guest who's going to come on later and share some dynamic things that have been happening to her as a result of some of the things that we're going to talk about. Uh, tonight's topic, as you know, if you, as you've been watching, um, follow me on Twitter and Facebook. The topic is uh, it has a controversial title, but you'll understand what I'm where I'm coming from after I explain it. And the the topic for tonight is: Does heaven have a ghetto? You heard what I said. Does heaven have a ghetto? That's the question I'm posing. Um, I was listening to to Tupac sometime last week, and I and he has a song called I Wonder If Heaven Got a Ghetto. And the song really resonated in my spirit. You know, sometimes I would hear the song. I love the beat. I heard the song and heard the lyrics. And, it, you know, I understood what he was saying, but it never really clicked what he was saying until last week. And it made me pose the question. I wonder, you know, I wanted to know the the, the, the answer to myself. And I, as I was praying about the answer, I got a, a solid answer, which I'm going to share with you tonight. And... It's just something to make you think. I just want to make you think tonight. I want you to open your minds up, uh, not to get caught up with the external appearance of things, but to get ca- caught up with the spirit of things. So without further ado, I'm going to move forward into the show. We're going to play an inspirational song. It's called The Anointing by Jay Moss, and then we'll be right back. Well, what do you know? We're, it's our first week back, and we're having technical difficulties already. I'm I'm so excited to be here with you. It doesn't even matter. Uh, people, bear with me. We're having uh, issues here with the, with the uh, our playback functions here. Um, but just before we do, before we play the song, let me say this: I am doing some absolutely phenomenal things here in the city of Atlanta, and I want you to be a part of it. That's right. I want you, 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 and you to be a part of what we're doing here in Atlanta. October 2nd, October 2nd is a major day in Atlanta, Georgia. October 2nd, we're doing our Manifest Destiny Conference. And you may ask, may be asking, what is the Manifest Destiny Conference? Well, the Manifest Destiny Conference is this. It is a conference designed to help you overcome any hindrances and setbacks to living a life of your dreams. 
I've partnered with four other dynamic speakers, and we're going to partner together to bring to you life-changing information that's not only timely, well-presented, but it's also uh, tangible. It's, we're going to give you tangible tools to help you manifest your destiny. I'm looking forward to it. It's only $35 to register. People, that you, I got five speakers that are going to be presenting dynamic, life-changing information to you for $35. You won't find it anywhere else. I guarantee it. Um, sign up. On my website, you can actually uh, sign up on, on the uh, on my website mileswmiller.wordpress.com and click on the link for Manifest Destiny. Well, you have more information throughout the show, but I just want to touch bases with you on that now uh, while we're waiting for things to get ready. And it seems like we won't be able to play that song, uh, the Anointing, but I want to give you um, a song called "Great Things" by Canton Jones, and then we'll be right back. You keep on doing great things for me. You keep on doing great things for me. Okay. Lord, every time I turn my back on you, you stay right there and you kept calling me to you. There's no other one who can love the way that you do. Thank you. 
first thing that success is going to cost you, it's going to cost you your mind. Success will cost you your mind. And when I say success will cost you your mind, I mean that if you're somewhere right now and you, you didn't really want to be there, and you, didn't really know, you don't really know how you got there, guess what? The mindset that got you there can't get you out of there. I have a, a quote I love saying to my clients and, uh, and, when, and when I'm in, doing my speeches, is that the mind that created the problem is not qualified to solve it. First and foremost, the reason why the mind that created the problem is not qualified to solve it is because that, that mind is stuck in that environment that is perpetuating the thing that you don't want. So, we, you know, I, I'm a firm believer. Uh, I stand on Romans 12. In the beginning of Romans 12, it, it says, Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. I even go as far as this. I, I tell people... You know, it's sometimes it's okay to lose your mind. If your mind has got has gotten you in a place where you can't, <laughs> where you you're not being successful, you're not being able to live a full life, then you have to lose that mind and, ha- and get it renewed. Get the mind, get the mind of Christ. That you know, a mind, a mind with a mindset to thrive and be great. Hello, and we're back. People, I'm excited about today. I'm excited about today. This is going to be an absolutely phenomenal time together. Um, I want to, before I get going, getting amped and and going and and just driving the car real fast, I want to give you our divine intervention for the week. And this week's divine intervention, um, as you may have just heard in our uh, motivational moment there, I may have tipped my hand a little bit. Um, this week's motivational, excuse me, this week's divine intervention, you know, each week I give you a scripture from the Bible. This week's divine intervention, um, it is the, the thesis of everything we're doing. It is the, the, the hypothesis of everything we're doing tonight. Um, I get it from Philippians 2 and 5, and I'm going to read it from the New King James Version. And it reads, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You know, as we, you know, tonight's topic is, does heaven have a ghetto? And I, I posed this question earlier in the week. And when I posed the question, a lot of people gave me a lot of responses. Some people were really upset that I would even have the audacity to ask such a question. But it's a question I ask to make people think. And... When even listening to the song, the Tupac song, uh, does I wonder if heaven got a ghetto? It made me think. What the what was really the question that was really being asked was, with all the things that we see in our lives, with all the, you know, the hate we see, with all the pain we see, with all the suffering, with all the war, with everything we see that goes wrong in our society, with all the abortions, with all the divorces, with all the things that we see going wrong, with with all of, you know, economic issues that we see. Companies falling, families being left out in the cold. It's often told, you know, through you know religious doctrine that we have to die to go to heaven. And I look at it from this look. I took from this perspective from that song that the question is, if we die, will these same things still be existing? And here's here's the key piece. Whenever you go somewhere in life. What is one thing that always goes with you? 
you. Wherever you go, you're always with you. So in understanding that, in understanding that, if all you've ever been exposed to is hatred, hurt, racism, pain, sexism, the list goes on. Of all the, the most evil and dangerous things that could possibly happen to a human being, if this is all you've ever been exposed to, when you do go to to this heavenly place, why? How will this heavenly place change you? Because heaven, as we know it, is a euphoric place. It's a euphoric state of being, and in order for you to exist there, it's going to require a few things on your behalf. In order for you to to, to make it, see, I'm, I'm going to come tell you tonight that you can have heaven on earth. You can have heaven on earth. That's what tonight is all about. You can have heaven on earth. So the answer to the question: No, heaven does not have a ghetto. Absolutely not. That just just it does not work that way. Heaven is a is a beautiful place. Heaven is a state of being. It's an environment that is created and maintained inside of the mind of Christ. Therefore, when we look at the Apostle Paul's suggestion to us, he said, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. If you if you allow the mind which, which was in Christ to operate you, there's things in your life that must change in order for you to accept that. See, you can't you are not qualified to experience heaven without a change of mind, without a change of heart. I'm going to give you five ways tonight. I'm going to give you five ways tonight to experience heaven on earth. Five five ways, five steps that that I I know will allow you to have a change of heart, a change of mind that will change your perception of, of life. See, my, my take on this thing, this, my whole take on this thing is that if you're not operating from that, that mindset, that mind of Christ, that, that mind where you are one with God, you're one with source, you're one with that which created us, you can't accept or appreciate the kingdom or, the, or kingdom living. So the goal is to, to renew your mind because in your mind you can, you can make things move, you can make things happen. Newton's first law lets us know that um, a body in motion tends to stay in motion unless acted upon by external force, which means also means that a body at rest tends to stay at rest unless acted upon by an external force. So what you have to do is tonight allow – this is the force that's coming to change the course of your life. This show tonight is that, is that very force that's going to help you, you know, see how you can make a change in your own life. And now some of us are doing well in our lives, but some of us can do even better. And some of us are, are, may not be doing as well as we should be. But tonight I believe that we're going to give you some ferocious motivation, some ferocious encouragement to to experience heaven on earth. So I'm going to get right into it. I'm not going to even waste some more time. I want you to understand this, that in a, in a world where people have been hurt and been bruised and been battered and been, you know, just having had all types of horrible things happen to them, there has to be hope. Without hope, you, there's no there's no reason for us to even be here. Without hope, there's no reason for us to even get up in the morning. There's no reason for us to, to put forth the effort to live without hope. 
See, without hope, it allows a person to accept being, accept quote-unquote being underprivileged or accept being, quote-unquote, impoverished or to accept, quote-unquote, being in danger. It, it will allow someone to accept second-rate living if there's no hope. But tonight I'm here to provide hope that the life of your dreams is wonderful. And not only is it wonderful, you deserve it. I'm going to say it again. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. I'm going to say that again. I want, I want this to resonate in your spirit. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. That's worthy of hearing again. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. I want you to say, say in fact, personalize it. Say the life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. No one deserves to be living in, a, in an environment where, you know, every night at 7 p.m. you know you got to duck and dodge bullets. No one should have to, to wonder how they're going to pay, you know, the simple bills like keeping the lights on and how they're going to eat. No one should ever have to wonder that. That's not of God. That's not, that's not heavenly. That's not divine. But it takes a change in your heart. It takes a change in your mind to truly experience that. So I'm going to give you five steps. Five steps for how to experience heaven on earth. This is not, a, again, this, none of the, the, the lists or steps I give you are exhaustive. This is an inductive, this is a very, very inductive list. This is to get you going in the right direction. So there's going to be more things you can add on to it. But these five things right here that I'm going to give you tonight are going to be that force that Newton's Law speaks of, that force that gets you going in the right direction. It's going to stop the bad things from happening if you allow it. And it, can, and it will propel you to go in the direction of the good things. So, first things first, step one, how to experience heaven on earth. Well, again, you know we said earlier that where you are today, if where you are today is not conducive to be, taking you where you want to go, you've got to change your mind from that place. And so step one is to repent. Repentance is, is a wonderful thing, actually. It's one of the best. It's, it's a gift that you, 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 you just don't understand how, how dynamic it is. Repentance is basically saying, going to God and saying, Father, forgive me for I've sinned and fallen short of your glory. And we know that according to Scripture, that if you can confess your sins, that he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness, which makes that an immediate renewal. An immediate renewal, as we speak of in Romans twelve and excuse me, in Romans twelve and verses one through two. This is the transformation that you get. So your mind is automatically now renewed; it's transferred to a, to being a, a dynamic powerhouse. Now, now you can you can actually receive the mind of Christ. Now you can actually receive you know the insight to come up and out of the situations you may be in right now. One thing I want to also say is that. Repentance means letting go of anything that will separate you from your source, that will separate you from God, that separate that brings you out of oneness, that brings you out of unity with the, the, the creator of our existence. That's anything. It could be unforgiveness, it could be unbelief, it could be anything, anything. It could be lying on people, it could be it could be holding a grudge against somebody, whatever the case may be, it does you no good to hold on to something that brings you out of oneness, out of unity. That disconnects you from source. It's like this. You could be the most beautiful person in the world. But if you're disconnected from source, 
you're no earthly good to anybody. It's, it's the equivalent of a 100-story building that's, that's an architectural marvel on the outside but has no power connected to it. So guess what? On the inside of it, it's dark. And on the inside of it, it's cold because you can't heat it. And on the inside of it, you know, you, there are places in there that you can get trapped because there's no light. So you must change your mind to accept that light. You must, you must change your mind to reconnect to the source. It's, repentance is, is basically like paying a power bill. It puts you back in, in rapport with your source. It puts you back in rapport with God. It puts you back in, in rapport with, with that which created us, that, that substance, that energy that put us here to, to have dominion, to have rulership. And that's a dynamic place to be. So step one is to repent. Step two, commit yourself to a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. Commit yourself to a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. Commit yourself to a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. Scripture tells us, that, tells us that this type of power comes by fasting and by prayer. Fasting and prayer together are like, it's like gas and a match. <laughs> it's like gasoline and a match put together. It causes all types of power to be released. It keeps your mind focused. It keeps your spirit focused. It, it cleans out anything in your spirit that may not be that need to be there. It's this, it's like it's the equivalence of I don't, I don't want to be graphic here. It's the equivalence of taking um, an internal cleanser, a laxative, if you will. It cleans it cleanses out your internal spirit. Anything it cleans out your soul. Anything that's in there that sh that will that will disconnect you from having the power. To, to be a champion, fasting and prayer together will absolutely devastate it. It will actually blow it out the water. And that's, that power, you need access to that power. You've got to have that power because you're a dreamer, you're a visionary, you're a go-getter. And guess what? You get insight that changes the whole course of the world if you let it. You have to accept that power. But in order to accept, know how to accept that power, you have to keep your spirit clean. You have to keep your soul clean. You have to keep your mind clean. You have to keep everything clean. So fasting gives you that, that power. Fasting and prayer gives you that power necessary to make things happen, as my friend uh, Mr. J.L. Garfield would say. So step one is to repent. Step two is to commit yourself to a, a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. Step three Meditate on the beauty of God's creation. Meditate on the beauty of God's creation. Meditate on the beauty of God's creation. See, this world is beautiful. This universe is beautiful. It, it was created by God. And we were, uh, we were put here, each and every one of us was put here to have dominion over it. And we were put here to have dominion according to the dreams and visions that we get. So that, that's actually our territory. Each and every one of us has territory. Each and every one of us has a place that we are the king or queen of. That if you, once you connect to source, you get insight on what that domain is and how to, how to rule it. You know, Scripture lets us know that let them that rule well have, let them that rule well are worthy of double honor. That's, it's honorable to rule well. But first and foremost, you have to spend time with that thing that you've been given dominion over. A lot of the things that we've been given dominion over, we can't even see. 
So in order to, to really get the best of it, we have to spend time in meditation, focusing on, on the beautiful things of the universe, focusing on the beautiful things that God has placed inside of us, thanking him for what it is that he, he put us here to do. I know I'm, I'm speaking scripturally. This is not just motivational speaking. This, this, is, this is universal. This is, this is scripture. This is, this is God. Meditate on God. Meditate on his beauty. Meditate on the beauty he's put inside of you. Meditate on the beauty that you've been that only your eyes and your mind and your spirit have been called to reveal to the world. There's a lot of great things that the world will never see if you don't reveal them to them, to the world. There's a lot I'm saying again, there's a lot of great things that that you, the world will never see. The world will miss out on completely utterly miss out on if you don't reveal it. Which means you have to spend time with that which created you and that which created that solution to come through you. You have to meditate on those beautiful things. You have to meditate on, on success. You have to meditate on, on, on peace and harmony and balance. You have to meditate on those good things. You have to meditate on it. You have to keep your mind locked on it day and night, night and day. You have to stay locked on things that you want to see happen in this lifetime. You see, your mind is so powerful that it creates the environment that you live in. It creates what you see. See, everything that you see in life happens twice. It happens first spiritually, then it happens naturally. It cannot come to pass naturally if it didn't first happen spiritually. So that's why it's important that your mind is, is razor-sharp focused on what it is you do want and not what you don't want. So you want to continuously meditate on things you do want, and it, it puts your mind at ease. It puts your mind above the situation. God says, greater is he that's on the inside of you than he that's in this world, which means that greater is the power of God inside of you. Greater is that authority inside of you than any situation that anything in this world could, could, could scheme up and, could, and um, put against you. But you have to call on that, that power to rise up. You have to, you have to truly focus on that power to rise up. You can't get focused on the situation. I'm, I'm talking to somebody right now. You can't get focused on the situation. I don't care what the situation looks like. You can't get focused on the situation because the situation is false, and it's, it's, it may be factual, but it's not truthful. See, the truth will always supersede a fact. In fact, truth can rewrite facts. The truth of the matter is that Greater is that power of God inside of you. That same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead is alive inside of you. And I, I know that right now I'm stirring it up. That this tonight is, is, the, is you, you've been sent here to get stirred up because now that you know that what's in you is great, what's in you is dominant, what's in you is powerful, you won't accept secondary living. You will, only, you will only espouse towards championship living because that's what you are. And, in fact, you're more than a conqueror. You have to meditate on it. You have to understand that that's what you've been called to do. So you do that by staying in the Word. You do that by, by you know, listening to shows like this. Anything that, that will flush your spirit and, and program you. So you have to program your own mind. That's what meditation is about. It's about programming your mind and gearing it towards, the you know, doing the things that, that you would want to do versus doing the thing, you know, just existing and accepting what's ever handed to you. Because you are a king, you are a queen, you are you have rulership, you have dominion, and you have to understand it. You can't accept anything less. You can't accept anything less because you're royal. You are a royal priesthood. You are a peculiar people. You are unique. You're created in the likeness and image of God. 
which means that there's a certain way your life should look. And, it's, it, and if, it's, if you're not living that lifestyle right now, then let me tell you, now is the time to change. Now is the time to turn the other way and, and go where you're supposed to be because the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. Let me say it again. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. So step one was to repent. Step two was to commit yourself to a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. Step three, to meditate on the beauty of God's creation. Step four, speak your ideal life into existence. Speak your ideal life into existence. Speak your ideal life into existence. We all know that the power of life and death is in the tongue, and those who love it shall eat the fruit thereof. How many people do you know right now that when things get if things start going tough, things get tough on them, they'll start speaking the tough situation versus speaking the power of God in that situation? I know many people that do it. I have to catch myself from doing it sometimes. You have to speak the life that you want to see into existence because you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. You shall speak and things shall obey you. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Whatever you speak out of your mouth, you're going to see it. And the enemy understands that. And, and it's tricking many good people into, into cursing themselves, into to tearing down their own lives. Whatever you speak out of your mouth, you're going to see it. So you better be careful what you let come out of your mouth. You have to be very, very careful what you let come out of your mouth. You can't let just anything come out of your mouth. You can't talk about people. You, you have to make sure that what you're saying out of your mouth is powerful. You got to make sure what you're saying out of your mouth is building and not destroying. People, we're back. Uh, that was a just a, 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 a dynamite replay from one of our previous times together, and I just wanted to let that play. We've, um, while it's, you know, people, you can have heaven on earth. You can have the life of your dreams right here. You don't have to die and go to heaven to experience joy. You can have joy and peace, love, just in abundance on this earth. And I'm so thankful that, you know, we get a chance to, to do these shows because these shows are designed for us to, you know, to sharpen each other, to, you know, iron sharpens iron. I'm thankful for these moments. So I'm going to take you to a motivational moment, and I'm going to close the show out uh, with some uh, some key information. Let me tell you today about forgiveness. Forgiveness is a major component, a very vital component to manifesting the life of your dreams. You know I tell you each and every week, as many times as I can possibly say it, that the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. But unforgiveness will definitely short-circuit any hopes for manifestation. Unforgiveness is like a glue. Unforgiveness is a glue that binds together everything that you don't want. I mean bad health, pain, grief, misery... Everything that you don't want, unforgiveness is the glue that binds it together where it can't even be released. Just think about it like this. Every time somebody makes a mistake, every time somebody drops the ball, every time someone 
does something that they honestly regret. The feeling of, oh my God, what did I just do? Can be overwhelming. However, it's at that very moment that you connect with the provision of the provider, the provision of source, the provision of God when you forgive. Sometimes the person that needs forgiveness is yourself. I know I personally have made a lot of mistakes over the course of my young life. And I thank God for forgiveness because I have to forgive myself sometimes for some of the things I've done. And instantly, if a person makes a mistake, some people are going to do things maliciously. You can't do anything about that. Some people actually make honest mistakes where they, they're not intending to hurt you. They just made a mistake. And it just it just is what it is. But we are such wonderful, wonderfully made creatures where we have the capacity to forgive our fellow man. To extend mercy and extend grace towards someone who really, in the truest sense of the form, didn't know what they did. Including yourself sometimes. God forgives us. So it's only fitting that we forgive our fellow man. Take that in consideration as you're moving forward in power and in might of God. That God has placed us here to do some dynamite things. And that we each are going to need forgiveness. Each and every one of us. Forgive yourself and forgive each other. As you continue to manifest the life of your dreams, remember that the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. This is Miles Miller saying, don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. Everybody's having fun. It's an enjoyable time. Now, what I want you to do. 
at this picture. I want you to hold on to it and fully embrace that feeling. Fully embrace all of those feelings. Because I'm sure by now it, you're, you're feeling a whole bunch of different things when you look at this, this screen and you see your life and see your dream life on that screen. Understand that that's your imagination. That's your life. And that's how your life can be if you so choose to. So feel it. Embrace it. What does it feel like to, to, to run on a beach with the sun beaming down on your face? What does it feel like to, to swim in the, in the great blue ocean? What does it feel like? I want you to, to fully embrace it. What does it feel like to come home to your, your new wife or come home to your new husband in your brand new car that you don't have to, that's debt free that you don't have to pay another car note for? What does it feel like? I want you to, to hold on to that feeling. I want you to harness those feelings. Fully embrace those feelings. Fully embrace everything you're feeling. Fully embrace everything you're seeing. Because that's your ideal life. First thing that success is going to cost you, it's going to cost you your mind. Success will cost you your mind. And when I say success will cost you your mind, I mean that if you're somewhere right now and you you didn't really want to be there, and you didn't really know you don't really know how you got there, guess what? The mindset that got you there can't get you out of there. I have a, a quote I love saying to my clients and uh, and when and when I'm in doing my speeches is that the mind that created the problem is not qualified to solve it. First and foremost, the reason why the mind that created the problem is not qualified to solve it is because that, that mind is stuck in that environment that is perpetuating the thing that you don't want. So, we, you know, I, I'm a firm believer. Uh, I stand on Romans 12. In the beginning of Romans 12, it, it says, Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. I even go as far as this. I, I tell people... You know, it's sometimes it's okay to lose your mind. If your mind has got has gotten you in a place where you can't, <laughs> where you you're not being successful, you're not being able to live a full life, then you have to lose that mind and, ha- and get it renewed. Get the mind, get the mind of Christ. That you know, a mind, a mind with a mindset to thrive and be great. Hello, we're back. People, this has been an honor to be here with you this September. Uh, you know, today is the last episode uh, that we want to spend together for Super September, but we've had a dynamite time together. I want to thank each and every one of you for continually coming out and supporting the show. I want to go back and thank all the guests who have been on here. There's so many that I don't have a list in front of me because, like I said, I don't have my notes, but I, I want to thank each and every person who's contributed to what we've done here for uh, Super September on championship standard of living um i thank god for each and every one of you i love each and every one of you i'm always praying for your absolute best to manifest in in full uh season due season um and just understand we're going to continue to hit the accelerator we want to continue to push forward we're going to continue to go get it i am excited because and i've been getting testimonies about some of the things that we've been talking about you know i've even had one of my parents call in and tell me that Call me and tell me that this show helps them a lot. You know, now I'm, you know, I'm able to give back to my parents something that, you know, is a gift that they gave me. 
you know, they gave me life, and and with that life now, I'm cultivating a dominant gift that's helping them. So this stuff is this like I said, this is labor of love, but um, I want you to continue to come back. I want you to continue to support what we're doing. You can continue to reach out to me. I'm really touchable. I I do respond to my tweets. I respond to Facebooks. You can you can reach me at Facebook. dot com slash Miles W Miller. That's M Y L E S W M I L L E R. You can also reach me at Twitter. Twitter.com slash Miles W. Miller or at Miles W. Miller. You can email me, Miles W. Miller at gmail.com. You can call my office, 770-674-8350. I re- I, look, I, I, re- I return calls. I'm reachable. I want to be a blessing to you. I want to, I want to be able to help impact your life. I want to help you personally create a championship. So anybody who contacts me as a result of this show, you know, I want to – give you a really deep discount on my coaching fees. Anything that I can do to help you, I'm going to do it. So notice I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm always thinking about you. I'm always thinking about what I can do to improve, to be to bring better content to you. So without a shadow of doubt, I want you to always remember this. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful, and, yes, you deserve it. And I also want you to remember this, my motto and my mantra, my mantra and my motto, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you. I love you. And I'll see you in the fourth quarter. We're getting ready for the fourth quarter to come back again. So I'll see you on uh, October 1st, which is the first day of the fourth quarter this year, and we're, we're excited. Get ready. The life of your dreams is wonderful, and you deserve it, and it's ready to manifest. Your time has come. Your time is now. I love you. I'll see you soon.